0: long time, no talk. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. My name's Lisa Page and hopefully I'm making you go on a social media detox or purge or just a little time away. So that's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. And I felt like I had to get in here and record a follow-up to my last episode regarding just me kind of stuck in this life rut i don't even want to say it's a midlife crisis it's not and i don't want people to mistake me being bored or just trying to figure out where i'm supposed to be or what i'm doing in at this point in my life as um like a depression i'm going through this like bout of depression it's not depression i did recently switch my adhd meds um and i do believe that the medicine i'm on now is actually helping me even more and just it's leveled out my my mood it's stabilized it i definitely feel a little bit more balanced uh, it's vivance for any of you who are wondering i was on concerta and i switched over to v- to vivance and so far so good and i know that with adhd meds i'm sure a lot of medicine it messes with your neurons and your dopamine levels and, and stabilizes you. Some do, some don't. Some work with your anxiety. Some work against your anxiety. Some bring on depression. Some suppress depression. It's all different for everybody. But I do believe that the vivance is working for me and I have been pretty chill and even keel since starting it, which was a few weeks ago. But nonetheless... I have been feeling this stir for a while now, just a, a little uh, restless, I guess is the word. And so, if you are listening to this episode, but you have not listened to my last podcast, Less Distraction, More Connection, stop right now and go back and listen to that episode before you resume this one. I'm so happy that we're discussing this topic because. I had a feeling i wasn't the only one bored (laughs) bored with her life i've always been honest with you and transparent but the past episode the last episode that i recorded about this topic of just trying to find my next thing i feel like that was one of my more vulnerable podcasts and i'm so glad that you found it relatable and the amount of messages and DMs that I got from some of you who are going through the same thing. A few of you wrote to me and you're like, I just moved to a new city. I have no friends. My kids are at a new school. I'm just trying to get through the day. I want to meet a couple people, but I'm also trying to work through this transition with my kids and get them adjusted. And it's it's a hard thing. And it doesn't matter what stage of, of life you're in. We all go through something very similar that I am going through. And I'm glad that we can finally talk about it a little bit more. I wanted to share some messages that I got. This one came in right as soon as the podcast went live a few days ago. And it says, Lisa, you are seriously in my brain. I started listening to some of your podcast and no joke, Do you know I have not one friend call me or text me sometimes for weeks at a time? I actually think that there's something wrong with me that no one gives a shit, just like you said, and I was thinking the opposite of you, that I don't post enough, so I'm forgotten. Like, how sad is that? This is someone who wrote in and was basically responding to the part of the podcast, and it was about me talking about oversharing, that I am an oversharer when it comes to my life in general. And I do believe I am the reason why I don't get a lot of phone calls because those of you who follow, and I'm really more or less talking about my circle of friends and my family members, but family members who follow me, they have been so used to just getting life updates by watching my Instagram stories, that there would be no reason for them to call me. And that is 1 million percent on me. That is my fault. I take full responsibility. And it's the entire reason why I've decided to chill out with IG. Getting back to this message, I'm also reading Less Is More and the 40-day social media fast right now. As soon as I heard about this 40-day social media fast, I immediately went to Audible and started listening to it. In fact, after I got this message... I was pulling into a Whole Foods and I popped my earbuds in. I used a credit on Audible and I started listening to the social media fast and it's been fantastic so far. The link to that book will be in the show notes. So make sure you check back. Okay, moving on to the next message. Lisa, I listened to your podcast and I'm feeling the exact same way. It's so nice to know I'm not alone in this. Moving here from Oregon has been way harder than I thought. I have no friends here, no job, and I feel so selfish for complaining because God has blessed us so much. Anyway, thank you for being so real and open. Uh, And that is from Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. I'm, I'm just happy that you guys feel open and honest enough to share your stories with me. Lisa Page, I've only been listening to you since 2020 during COVID. As I told you, when I came to your event last year, I had been listening to Glenn and Stu for almost 20 years. You are fortunate, like you said, and you don't have to worry about finding a job to support your family. I say, enjoy your kids. Maybe find a charity that gives you something extra to do. It's okay to just be a busy mom. But see, that's the thing. I I do enjoy running my kid's back and forth to all of their stuff. I, I do enjoy that. I love the conversations that we have. I feel like my kids feel they can talk to me about everything, at least right now. And like I've said before, I'm nosy, so I ask all the questions. I'm a really good interviewer. It's like, it's something I've done. It's Maybe like a profession that I've been in before. So I'm always poking around and like finding out what what the scoop is in the fourth and fifth grade. And I, you know, I enjoy that, but I don't want to just be a busy mom. I want to do something for myself. And if that makes me sound selfish, I guess I'm selfish, but I don't think it is. I don't think that that it's selfish at all to want something uh, for just you outside of the mom role. Anyway, I um, I appreciate that message. I don't have the name on that message. I'm sorry. Lisa, I definitely can relate. I'm on social media, but don't post Constantly, I shifted my focus on social media to support small local businesses. And I support causes for our military and devotionals and faith-based things. I do struggle though a lot being 33 and not having many friends. I got rid of a lot in just praying and focusing on God to bring the right people in my life. I loved this message for a lot of reasons. Of course, the devotionals. And I like that she has switched her focus to faith-based content, which is always so great. Um, But as you get older, you realize you don't need 10 friends. I don't even need five friends. I need I need a couple of good friends in my life. And I'm lucky that I do have a handful of girlfriends that I talk to on a regular basis and I see on a regular basis and I really make the effort to meet with them. And I know that they cut time out of their days to meet with me and that's what you're supposed to do. That's the role of being a good friend. I will also tell you that, that uh, you know, there are some people that I can be better at calling. You know, I was bitching about people not calling me. I definitely can be better at calling more than two or three people in my inner circle for sure. Then you have those friends that you've known for 20 plus years and you might not talk to them weekly or even monthly, but when you do talk to them, it's like y'all never skipped a beat. And I have a couple of those friends as well where we'll text a lot, but we're not in constant, constant contact. But when we do reach out to one another, it's like we had just talked. Shout out to my girl, Kate. I was texting with her back and forth the other night while the hurricane was going on. She said it was crazy. It was like the Wizard of Oz. So much stuff flying everywhere, debris flying everywhere, but praise the Lord. She's okay. Her house is okay. And everybody that I know who is in, Tampa and like the Bay Area, they are safe and their animals are safe. And just continued prayers to everybody down there uh, rescue workers, all the charities who are helping, the nonprofit organizations. And of course, my guy, Ronnie D, and his stunning wife, Casey DeSantis. You want to talk about a power couple? Mm hmm. Ron and Casey. Before I wrap this, Quick little mini episode up. I did want to play back a clip from Living with Landon, the Living with Landon podcast. So back in July, when we were, Stu and I were in Yardley and we were packing up to drive back to Connecticut. This was after our Princeton longevity thing and all that. And uh, I was listening to Landon and her friend Ann Claire on this one particular podcast and they're discussing you know breaking taking some time away from Instagram and what Anne Claire said struck such a chord with me and it made me take a big step back and reevaluate the amount of time I was spending on Instagram and it's funny cuz I had never had this addictive problem with Facebook never only Instagram so here is just a little snippet of the Living with Landon podcast and the moment that really got me thinking and considering a social media break.
1: With the Instagram thing, um, I it was Christmas 2021 and we had a break and Jeff, my husband, had two weeks off and I was like, I'm just going to delete it. You were on vacation. I was like, I'll just get it when work gets back. Because, like, we never really had two weeks off. We did Christmas, like, our own Christmas day by ourselves. And so I, we didn't go visit family. We, like, did our own thing. And I was like, I just want to, like, really be present and, like, not do anything and, like, play games and just hang out with him. And so I deleted it. And then it was like, wow. So, like, two weeks went by. January rolled around. And I was like, wow. I, don't, I didn't miss it for me personally. Mm-hmm. And so that has been such a game changer for, like, my mental health. And I think also just forming new habits, kind of like the drinking. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I quit drinking for about six, seven months. And then I just formed new healthy habits with it. And, like, do I think I would put Instagram back? Definitely, probably will. But it just was, like, I was at a such unhealthy place with it where it was just, like, my go-to just to, like, mindlessly scroll. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just felt like my mind was just infiltrated, with people that I know, just looking at their stories, just looking at what everyone's doing. I feel like I was like losing connections with people that I would like randomly see, but I would see them on Instagram. So then I wouldn't feel like a need to reach out. So
0: this I is a big part. Yeah. This is and a big part I've, right like, here. I felt
1: so much better. Well, I love something you told me about it and it really stuck with me was that you said, you know what's so great about it? I think we've all gotten away from like running into someone and catching up yeah you already know everything about everyone absolutely so you, you like skip through that part right and all you did was see it in a picture or a video and you're like oh i know you went here to canada and you went on vacation and you totally. ate at this restaurant your sister had a baby yeah like what else and no absolutely. one's got anything to give i feel like people s- supported me in leaving instagram it wasn't much of a they miss you like crazy but they support aw. you <laughs> no my friends were like yeah that's great like they'll get the, they'll, they'll laugh sometimes. Cause they'll be like, Oh, you didn't see it. Or like, oh, you know what I mean? Things like that. But I felt like it wasn't that big of a conversation. Like I feel very confident in telling people and it's nice when I see people cause I'm like, what have you been up to? I deleted Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have a good support system. I, I keep a pretty small circle. I love that about you because you can give those core people in your life. Every, like you were saying yeah. earlier, Right. If they need something from you, you can be there. Right. You're not trying 100%. to sort through your Rolodex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <My> <laughs> Rolodex. That's a funny <laughs> story.
0: <laughs> so there you go. It was at that moment. And I had to listen to that little clip, that snippet of the episode a couple of times, but. Everything Anne-Claire says is true, and it was actually really nice today. I had coffee at a new coffee shop with my friend Stephanie, and I met her um, not even six months ago, like less than that. She was our dog trainer. She came out and worked with Ivy for a week, and we hit it off and everything, and it was actually really nice to have put out my last podcast talking about this very thing, talking to people face-to-face and not hearing news about something important going on in their lives and then they're retelling it to you but you're not surprised because you already watched it on instagram so again this is all me trying to work through it and i wanted to just bring you that little clip of landon's podcast because that was sort of like what started the wheels turning for me again The book, When Less Becomes More by Emily Lay, I cannot recommend it enough. Get it on Audible. That'll be in the show notes. I will also link up the 40-day social media fast. That's another Audible that I started a couple of days ago. And if you have any books that you think I should be reading or am listening to, absolutely let me know. And any more that I come across, I will for sure let you know. I I hope you enjoyed this podcast kind of quick. But I felt the need to continue and give you like a part two. But keep the messages coming. I love you and I will talk to you next time. Bye.